0: WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Ground has been broken on the new Mosaic CCDA Transformation Center in Benton Township. To be located in Mosaic's current resale shop at 1804 M139, the Transformation Center will house community partners to provide services to those served by Mosaic. Mosaic President Andrew Robinson told us more.
1: From wellness, health services, financial literacy, job training, trades program, we're going to have a full gamut. We already have our feel-good fridge program that we're giving out food to hundreds of people in the community. It's going to be a wide range
0: of services. Dozens of guests came out for today's groundbreaking. Southwest Michigan Regional Chamber President Arthur Havilchek told us the new center is helping to transform the community. The chamber's mission is to drive prosperity for all, and the reality is that the chamber can't accomplish our goal alone. So having partners like Mosaic who we can work with to achieve that goal, which is a common goal, is something that is so important and something that we love to do. Renovations will be done at the current resale shop to add workspace for all of Mosaic's partners. They include the New Heights CCDA, Present Pillars, and Summit Financial. The site will also host a cafe. Robinson said it's amazing to have so much community support to help those in need. The project could be finished next fall. St. Joseph Township Manager Denise Cook has provided updates this week to several grant-funded park improvement projects. At Kedzie Park, Cook told trustees this week the new handicap-accessible playground equipment has been delivered and sidewalks have been installed, and crews are just waiting for good weather to get the playground surface poured in. At Knopf Park, construction on a new pavilion is nearing completion. Here's Cook with more. That should be finished up in the next couple of weeks. We've got some
1: restrooms there and water fountain for people and dogs. And it's going to be a nice little shelter there for folks who are wanting to spend some time on the trail.
0: Cook says the Karandi Park water trail project is set to begin June 5th. That project will include a new kayak launch, fishing platforms, tennis court repairs, improved sidewalks, paved parking, and new pickleball courts, among other things. It's expected to be completed by the end of September. Legislation from Congressman Bill Heisinga seeks to protect the country's Strategic Petroleum Reserve by making its use more transparent. He tells us the Strategic Petroleum Reserve Transparency Act seeks to prevent a presidential administration from releasing oil from the reserves without offering an explanation. Five months before the election last November, the Biden administration and Secretary Granholm, our former governor here, put out a huge release out of our strategic petroleum reserves. And it's oil and energy that we have stored around the country in a lot of various uh, places. The idea is to use that when there is a national emergency. Unfortunately, it looked more like it was a political emergency heisinger says that oil is supposed to be for emergencies his bill states if a release from the strategic petroleum reserve occurs within five months of an election the secretary of energy would be required to provide a written report to congress stating why the drawdown was needed heisinger says the biden administration's release of reserve oil just meant the reserve had to be restocked now with oil at higher prices a new business incubator is getting started in buchanan Live Buchanan director Ashley Regal tells us they've rented the former hometown video location right downtown and are turning it into a space for fledgling businesses to get started. We
1: have a really strong maker and entrepreneur culture in here in Buchanan. We've had a lot of industrious people that have been here since its founding. So we just have this culture of small business and people just pitching in and making things happen.
0: Regal says many small businesses fail within a few years, and relieving them of the expense of having a building could help upstarts get their footing. To
1: test the market on real people, get feedback, and then hopefully be able to save up and get an even stronger business
0: model that they can
1: then be placed in the community long term.
0: The former hometown video at 101 Days Avenue is the largest vacant building in downtown Buchanan. Regal says once Hometown and Company is launched, people will be able to go there and browse the wares of several businesses, similar to shopping at a farmer's market. Applications are being taken from interested entrepreneurs now. Regal says their focus is on retail and food. The online victimization of a Michigan teen has led to federal charges against three Nigerian nationals who are accused of operating what's known as a sextortion ring. The case being brought by U.S. Attorney for the Western District of Michigan, Mark Totten. When extortion occurs online, the perpetrator often pretends to be someone else and then persuades the victim to send compromising photos or perhaps engage in compromising conversation. The perpetrator then threatens to disclose those photos or the conversation if the victim doesn't provide either money or further sexual favors. The perpetrators can be here in the United States or really anywhere around the world. The three Nigerian men accused are identified as a 22-year-old, a 20-year-old, and a 19-year-old, and they're in the process of being extradited and charged with sexual exploitation of a minor, resulting in death. Last year, -year 17-year-old Jordan Demay of Marquette took his own life after being blackmailed by the group on Instagram. Set for May 20th is the 19th annual Lori's Place Run, Walk, Rock 5K. Lori's Place is a grieving center in St. Joseph, started in 2004 by the family of Dr. Lori Schultz after she was killed in a car crash. Lori's Place Director of Bereavement Stephanie Kohler-Pagan tells us the Run, Walk, and Rock is the biggest fundraiser each year for the group. Around 700 people have already signed up for this year.
1: Runners and walkers start together, and they really can travel all along the brick streets of Ridgeway, along the marina. You get to see the beautiful beachfront along the shoreline. And then it brings you right back here to the front of Lori's Place, so people will start and finish in the same spot.
0: Pagan says those who take part can either run or walk, or they can sit in a custom rocking chair at the start and finish line to cheer people on. It's $35 to register before May 18th, and then $40 after that. We'll have a link to the registration page at our website. And former Bridgman Elementary School librarian Marcy Blessy has released her first novel for the adult reader called The Secret of Blue Lake. Inspired in part by her own experiences with loss at a young age, her book follows a Chicago news reporter as she attempts to figure out why her recently widowed father makes a surprise move to a small town called Blue Lake, Michigan. Meg resents her father's decision and enlists the help of a new colleague at work to investigate. Blessie told us more.
1: So there's mystery and there's drama and there's a little bit of romance, but ultimately it's this, um, what happens at the end of our life and, and what decisions we can make that We'll make that transition easier or,
0: or give you more peace or not. The Secret of Blue Lake can be found at Amazon. To read the full feature story, go to MoodyOnTheMarket.com. WSJM News now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture in Dowazak, where furniture shopping is fun. At least four Proud Boys members, including the far right group's leader, has been convicted of seditious conspiracy for their role in the deadly January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Or maybe sees M. Wynn in Washington.
1: Jurors in Washington reached a verdict in the Proud Boys January 6th seditious conspiracy trial, convicting Proud Boys leader Enrique Tarrio of seditious conspiracy for his role in the deadly attack on the Capitol two years ago. Three of the far right group's lieutenants were also found guilty of the same charge. Ethan Nordeen, Joe Biggs, and Zachary. Zachary Rail. Those three were also convicted of other crimes, including conspiring to obstruct the certification of the 2020 election, actual obstruction of the certification, and aiding and abetting in destruction of government property. M. Wynn, ABC News, Washington.
0: Police in Davis, California, are working to figure out if a person detained on Wednesday afternoon was involved in a series of stabbings in the small northern California college town. Morph, maybe sees Alex Stone. Police aren't saying much, except they are talking to a person of interest in three stabbings in less than a week. Two of them fatal, and one of the dead was a University of California Davis student. But police caution they have talked to other persons of interest. Still, though, the police are talking to somebody makes Alicia Machado, who lives in Davis, feel better. It's just
1: been hard, um, you know, like trying to decide whether we should go
0: to the grocery store, go to class. Two of the victims were homeless and the student was killed in a park. The killer's motives are unknown. Alex Stone, EBC News. The choking death of a man at the hands of a New York City subway rider was setting off powerful reactions today with some calling it a criminal act and others justifying the killing as defense against a dangerous disorder. Manhattan prosecutors have promised a rigorous investigation into whether to bring charges in the death of the black man who was tackled by fellow passengers and put in a fatal chokehold by a white Marine veteran. The medical examiner's office ruled Wednesday night Jordan Neely, age 30, died in a homicide from compression of the neck, but said any determination about criminal culpability would be left to the legal system. The U.S. Senate Committee on Armed Services held a worldwide threat hearing today addressing the biggest threats the U.S. faces from overseas.
1: Democrats on the Senate Armed Services Committee called out China and its constant competition with the U.S. Director of National Intelligence, Avril Haines.
0: Perceiving the
1: United States as a threat, the PRC seeks to undercut U.S. influence and is looking to portray the United States as the root of global problems. Lawmakers also pointed to Russia's war with Ukraine, Sudan's internal battle between two military leaders, and the climate change crisis as threats to the nation. Republicans slammed President Biden's proposed defense budget for fiscal 2024 a 3.3 percent increase over last year as inefficient
0: a republican donor paid two years of private school tuition for a child raised by supreme court justice clarence thomas and thomas did not disclose the payments that confirmation of a published report comes from a lawyer who's represented thomas and his wife virginia the revelation of tuition payments made by a dallas billionaire harlan crowe is the latest example of crowe's generosity to thomas and his family it's also raising more questions about Thomas's ethics and disclosure requirements in general. The payments along with the earlier examples of Crowe's financial ties to Thomas were first reported by the nonprofit investigative journalism site ProPublica. New statistics are showing that fewer Americans are smoking cigarettes. More maybe see's Brian Clark. Cigarette smokings blamed for one in five deaths each year in the United States, but new numbers show that fewer people are lighting up. The CDC said just 11.5% of adults said they smoked cigarettes in 2021, the lowest percentage on record that dates back to the 1960s. But not all tobacco use is declining. The number of people who use e-cigarettes increased in 2021, and 18% said they used two or more kinds of tobacco products. One-third of those said there, too, were cigarettes and e-cigarettes. Brian Clark, ABC News. Fox News is opposing an effort by three news organizations to reveal documents related to its recently settled defamation lawsuit, saying that material would do nothing but, quote, gratify private spite or promote public scandal. The Associated Press, The New York Times, and National Public Radio want to uncover mostly private phone, text, and email conversations between Fox employees after the 2020 presidential election. Many of the messages have already proven newsworthy and embarrassing to Fox. A Fox lawyer said one of the reasons it agreed to pay the $787 million settlement to Dominion Voting Systems was to buy peace and end the media spectacle. And Ed Sheeran has won his copyright infringement case in New York. The singer was accused of copying the Marvin Gaye classic Let's Get It On by the family who co-wrote the 1970s hit. ABC's Aaron Katursky has more. Ed Sheeran gave a micro concert for the jury. He had a guitar, he sang, and he tried to say that Thinking Out Loud and Let's Get It On are are both based on a four-chord progression that's common in popular music. In fact, his attorneys played this rather humorous mashup video they got off YouTube of some British comedians playing like a hundred songs in a row seamlessly that use the same four chord progression. WSJM News Now continues with your weather forecast.